0: Big <laughs> mm. <Woo! laughs>
1: Hobo Radio. The official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Law at HoboTrashCan.com This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio.
0: And now, two guys with worse jokes than me. Joel Murphy and
2: Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, a man who can be produced either by a fast or slow fermentation process. Big Vinegar, Lars Periwinkle. That's what we were waiting for to start. It was, I didn't want to go two weeks in a row for to do one.
1: <laughs> so I was like, let it's, me just. It is very true. You get better results from slow
2: fermentation, probably. Probably. But, you know, sometimes you just need that vinegar. You do. Yeah, you yeah. You do. I got all these cucumbers lying around. Holy fuck. What am I going to wait all day for them? <laughs> Come no.
1: on, man.
2: No. I ain't got time for your slow fermentation. That's rich people fermentation.
1: That is rich people fermentation. Like, you got all the time in the world. I just stick mine in the air fryer.
2: (laughs) So, So how's it going? All right. Can I ask How are you? Good, I'm good. I'm slowly getting over this cold, so that's going to finish the antibiotics. Thanks for asking.
1: Oh, I'm um, yeah. I'm so glad our our listeners will be so excited for you to, coughing into the microphone for two weeks in a row.
2: Yeah, you know, I I know we got a lot of good feedback. They were like, love the coughing content. It's good yeah, stuff. Eat eat more food. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're slowly transitioning into one of those like ASMR podcasts. We'll get there very slowly. Very slowly.
1: There we go. Now people will listen.
2: Yeah, yeah. They just got the little tingles. Uh Uh-huh. So let me ask you a question to start. Have you seen the damn clown movie? I saw the damn ass fucking clown movie. Okay. I also saw the damn clown movie.
1: Yeah, I know. I didn't have time um This weekend. I know you,
2: you looks like you saw it the af- like Friday afternoon. Well, because, you know, I was worried about all the mass shooters. So I wanted right. to, Jesus, I wanted to beat them to the theater. Shooters never go to afternoon shows. No, no, they no. Hate Matt Yeah, yeah. They like to pay
1: full price. So. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, I know that's a tip. Ter- I pay full
2: price because I'm not a communist. Did yeah. you not read the manifesto? <laughs> All right. I know that's a tasteless joke, but that's more a joke to at the fucking media who seems disappointed that nothing happened a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little disappointed. It yeah. it seemed like it seemed like the movie finally opened and of course everything was fine because it's just a movie. And um uh they were like, "Well, sh- shit, we we left a, a lot of room. Yeah. A lot of room for for all these articles and headlines and we we brought
2: on extra help. I guess we have to pay them now. Yeah, and they also uh they really were like trying to drum up. I saw one article that was talking about like someone got kicked out of the theater for like eating food and like someone else was smoking pot. Like that's how desperate they were to have some kind of payoff to There's going to be anarchy after this movie that they like. So the anarchy was someone got high in the theater. Yeah, that was pretty much the best thing you do. First time it's ever happened in a movie theater. (laughs) Shit.
1: Shit. We both know that's not true because you used to frequent the movie theater where I worked. And um, people just got there. They came in to party. Pretty much. They brought all of their shit. Like you could have just stayed in your backyard and got this fucked up, but you had to come to the movie theater.
2: Gotta see that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles while you're there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh no i'm trying to think of which which movie because i was only there for like half a year like which movie there was the you know what it was it was the south
2: park movie everyone brought their shit into the south park movie that movie yeah no for sure like that that movie was i think that might be the last time i felt truly shocked during a movie was seeing yes. that, where I was like, th- there are dicks in this. Like, there there is content I did not expect to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't lying. It's uncut. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so here we are. So here we are. Yeah, you saw it. I had to, I,
1: I just want to let you know, because I want credit. I want this on my record, since you're the big
2: boss and everything. Okay, hold on. Let me get out your permanent record yeah please okay. get the file okay I got the f- f- yeah
1: um I wasn't able to go this weekend and then Monday evening after work you know Monday evening the time where no one feels like doing anything because you just experienced your your Monday yeah um I drug I drug my ass down the street to the movie theater because I thought this is an assignment I know I gotta yeah. see this thing for for the thing mm-hmm
2: that's how I felt, I, too.
1: Oh, fuck me. I had to see the Joker movie for my podcast. I hate myself.
2: Yeah, I think we peak white guide. Like, we... No, I know <laughs> that you think that I'm here just because I'm a white dude, but I'm actually seeing it for my podcast. <laughs> so, I tip my fedora to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: trilby, but no biggie. Um. Okay, so... First of all, I want to preface this. I, we made this promise to each other, and now let's, let's make it to our our dear sweet audience and listeners. This is the last time we're going to talk about this movie, hopefully ever. I know it's been you've been putting up with it for the better part of a year, if not a little bit more, because it just kept popping up because it was weird. Yeah, and then the last few weeks, it's it showed up at the end of the show, not on purpose. It's just been on our radar because it's a really weird movie. So and, it's um, it's
2: the last time until one Joaquin Phoenix takes that stage and you know thanks Todd Phillips for winning uh-huh. him an Academy Award. We'll 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 see about that. But uh, but he yeah, lost we'll all that it. weight. Last, Lars. last discussion And I guess spoiler alerts. Spo- sure. But have, yeah. you either saw it or you already turned this podcast off. I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> I also maybe this is a spoiler in and of itself. But is there really even anything to spoil? I don't know. It didn't feel like there was.
1: No, I think the, all the all the things. Look,
2: I'll just uh, I'll go ahead all and
1: the, all of the the misdirects that were in there did not work on me. And I I've said it over and over. I'm a gullible audience member. I pretty much get taken for the ride every time. This didn't fool me once. With I want to say any that that misdirect.
2: yeah, this might be one of the most predictable movies I've seen in a long time. Where it was yeah. like every beat, and I think some of that is just. Um, you know, it was using a lot of tropes, a lot of like leaning on similar stories. So it was like you uh-huh. kind of, you kind of knew everything that was gonna hit. You know, like how it was gonna hit. You know, the relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's true. And I thought, you know, Todd Todd Phillips boasting about himself and and this movie and his attitude in general made me think that it, every time. Every time something happens, so when we when we find out that he, uh, of course, was not in some sort of cool relationship with his neighbor, when we found yeah. out that of course he wasn't going to kill himself on TV, of course his mother is crazy and Thomas Wayne is not his father. All of that it kept all those kept hitting, and I thought, well, sooner or later, there's going to be something that was in the peripheral that's going to be become front and center, and it was. Oh, it's not a twist, but there was this all along. Why didn't you see? But then the movie just ended.
2: Yeah. It just ended. Yeah. It's really funny because the movie ended with what felt like... I, you know... I'm hesitant to say what they should have focused on. Uh Because I don't know that this movie needed to exist or that we needed to focus on anything. But, like, there was, like, a really... A kernel of an idea at the end that had me kind of like raise an eyebrow uh in the, uh, yeah. So I guess we're just spoiling all of it. We already pulled that yeah, ban yeah. but, uh, but the last scene, so first of all, okay, before I get to it, we did it again uh, as much discussed on this podcast. I think Batman's officially got to be in that leaderboard that we get one more shot of Martha Wayne's pearls snapping off her neck. Jesus Christ. The, the, I, 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 almost stood up and screamed when i saw it because are you fucking kidding me with the goddamn pearls but here's the thing it's different this time because this time the joker is responsible for martha wayne's death we've never seen that on an on-screen batman before have we We the joker being responsible they showed the marquee Outside the theater
1: that said, Zorro and the Gay Blade. Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Uh, I don't think the Waynes should have been involved in this story in any way, shape, or form. Nope. But okay, we're doing this. And then they go down the the alley. At least it didn't literally say Crime Alley. And goddamn Pearls. The motherfucking
2: Pearls again. I really thought we were going to not see the Pearls this time. I really... This Thomas Wayne has to be... we Because, again, recently we've been discussing old, old Tommy Wayne. But this one might be the dumbest one. Because he, in this movie, has an unhinged person show up at his house. He does not increase security in any way. He no. openly instigates a fight with this rising mob of, like, clown-faced mm-hmm. people. Then decides, oh, man... All the clown face people that I have angered personally have taken to the streets. Maybe me, my wife and my small child right. should walk into this dark alley to get away from them. I
1: don't even know. Like everything is on. Everything's on edge in that city. And there's all these protests and people wearing masks. And um, the protests also, have already it, turned violent more than wait, once. But
2: go ahead. Wasn't it also known because they, they make that a point. Uh, you know, when Robert De Niro is talking hours before, Mm -hmm. you know, which is also just weird how, how, uh, you know, outside of Mark Marin, which great job, I really enjoyed Marin like popping up in this. Hey, hey, you know what? Cash that check, Mark. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, outside of him, like being the one voice of reason, the fact that everyone was just like, wait, so why are you dressed like a clown? Oh, it's not because of the (laughs) protests in the street it's cool i'll call you joker it's fine like <laughs> that felt weird but anyway so tom wayne uh knew that this was the night that the protests were playing because everyone seemed to but be yeah, aware they were he, pre-planned he bought he bought those tickets months ago
1: he's not waiting for this night i'm not gonna let them stop me
2: <laughs> i'm still seeing the gay blade on opening night <laughs> we're going downtown get in the yeah. car, Martha. It seems like a bad choice.
1: It's just that, like don't get me don't get me started with the shitty police work these detectives
2: did, but um but yeah, he goes to There was a lot go- of not arresting the one clear suspect that definitely the one clear suspect. Look, you,
1: okay. Those three, those three guys were murdered on this train. The one that you take every day and you have your face painted like a clown every day. And you have a gun. The description, the description that's in the newspaper of the makeup is your exact sort of clown makeup. And you have a gun and you're clearly mentally ill, but you know, we just want to ask you
2: some questions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. We'll follow up in a few weeks.
1: It's it's so bad. It's so bad. And also, he goes to Wayne Manor. He meets Bruce Wayne, who I don't know if you noticed or not. I, I certainly did. That he slid down a pole. Oh God, I didn't even think about that. But if, yeah, there we are. Yeah, he did. He slid down a pole. And then he physically assaults Alfred. Worst Alfred I've ever seen. That guy was
2: supposed I, to be Alfred? I,
1: I don't know. He, w- he was watching Master Wayne and he had a British accent. I didn't even think? clock that guy as Alfred. Yeah. I hope. But then he, he does that, and also he
2: tells you his actual name, Yeah, and t- Tom Wayne doesn't follow up on that. Yeah, the most powerful man in Gotham doesn't, <laughs> you know, because also he could be arrested for that, and then while being held for that, they could continue to investigate the murders that he did. <laughs> yeah, investigate the <laughs> Or just solve that. Would you just solve that crime, please? It's so obviously this man. It's also just weird that he can just go to the TV station, and then it's just like, well, I don't know. He got there. What are we gonna do? Cancel his appearance? <laughs> we can't arrest him now that we know where he is. <laughs> we got we got bigger fish to fry. That was um, also all, weird to me. People that-
1: on the street dressed like clowns. Wait, it's because of him. I don't know, guys. This seems
2: like a seems like a bad call. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I realize it was like set decades before now, but it also seemed weird to me that he was able to shoot De Niro and then just walk around. And there is no in the theater security. Like we just, I think we just cut to him being arrested. But like he had a lot of time after pulling that trigger to just do whatever he wanted in that studio. He did. He he was walking around.
1: He yeah he 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 really did um. Uh, He let it breathe, so to speak. Also, Uh, you know, stood up, took a few paces and then shot the corpse. He's just kind of. Yeah. In case you guys didn't understand what's going on here. I'm shooting people now. Also, do we ever cover what time that show came on? Uh, I guess not. It looked looked supposed to be Carson-esque, so I don't imagine it came on any earlier than 11. Well, right. So, again, Thomas
2: Wayne is a bad parent no we're kids they went like, to see the
1: late showing of yeah, zorro
2: in the gameplay it was clearly after the live broadcast of the 11 p.m like <laughs> i'm just saying there's some problems with this plan <laughs> yeah i don't i don't see i don't see a late night
1: a live late night taping um happening early in the
2: evening also I mean, it, never, they never said it was the late show but it looks like a late show. no it looked like a late show also Was Carson ever even live or have they always just taped those during the day? I mean, I know that that's everybody does that because it's not interesting. Maybe back. I mean,
1: Carson started in the 60s, so it could have been live at one point. But I, you know, not for quite some time, even if it ever was.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that always is weird that like and in some ways it would have made more sense to not make it live because then he could have filmed it during the day. And then like that night. Well,
1: I think it was the point that he he murdered someone on live television. They had to make that happen because it was very important. They had to, or else no one would have seen it. Because then they would have. He was asking us to buy the fact that they they taped the episode of the show where the host got shot point blank in the
2: head, and then they aired it. That's true. I guess, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, okay. But, uh, sorry, this was all getting sidetracked to what I was starting to say, which is, like, there was a kernel of an idea at the end that I thought was interesting and I thought felt a little Alan Moore-ish, which was, you got him, he's now in the, like, you know, they weren't calling it Arkham Asylum, but it seemed like it was, you know, the hospital or wherever he was. Sure, sure, sure. Um, And he's being interviewed for the intake and he laughs and then he kind of flashes to Bruce Wayne standing over his you know, dead parents. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she, the woman is like, what is so funny? And he's like, Oh, you wouldn't get it. And it's like, I, when I saw that, that felt like the Joker that I'll be honest to, to say that really honestly in the entire movie, that was the yeah. only time this character felt like the Joker to me. You know, I can see that 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 closing sequence really, really worked for me. But but it was like I watched that and then I really thought I was like, maybe there was an idea. I think maybe Todd Phillips got distracted by the wrong stuff and he was maybe a little too enamored with the Robert De Niro late night talk show thing. But this idea Uh that like this guy came to believe because of his mother that he was Thomas Wayne's kid, something that uh, isn't true. And then he sees that Thomas Wayne has a kid who's living a good life. Like it does kind of feel maybe killing joke esque of like, well, I don't get to live the life that he has, you know, of privilege that I should be living because I'm Thomas Wayne's kid. But in the end he became more like me in that he lost everything and isn't that like like you know what i mean i think there could have if they really focused on that of like i can't be bruce wayne but i can make bruce wayne be me if that was like really his goal maybe or just like a little bit more of the focus because it seemed like occasionally they were interested in that and then like other times they weren't so interested in the waynes and it was more about that
1: that is some good
2: punch-up thank
1: you and uh <laughs> you're giving you're Given him a lot of credit, but yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna have the Waynes involved, and again, I don't think it's necessary, and I think no. it's a huge distraction. Yes,
2: I would also but, agree but with do that. It,
1: do it in a do it in a way that makes sense, not just it, it, it's so, it's almost like that gratuitous nod um, uh, that all of these. Things seem like they think they need to do like, you know, Gotham, the Gotham, the TV show could have been about the early years of um, of Gordon, but they have to put them in there. They have to. Yeah. Like because they think we give a goddamn about tiny Bruce Wayne that is never, ever Batman. Yeah, <laughs> we just we just don't. We care about Bruce Wayne when he is also Batman. Not not adolescent yeah. or preteen Bruce Wayne. Who gives a shit? Not interested at all. Those no. I, I so also, but if you so if you're gonna do it, do it do it in a way that that fuels your story instead of distracts from it. And certainly do do something. I don't know. I'm not saying the characters have to be the same every time, but you've taken you've taken someone who is traditionally a good guy. Um. Uh, Thomas Wayne, who is usually, at his worst, he's a good guy. At his best, he's the patron saint of Gotham.
2: And he just turned him into a giant, rich prick who's also an aspiring politician. Yeah, that was a big tilt that I didn't quite understand what we were going for. Because, yeah, like, that was kind of the point, is that Thomas Wayne really believed in revitalizing the city. and then And that's why, like... In the sort of classic version of this story that we've seen a million times, the reason that Thomas Wayne is going to, like, a theater near Crime Alley is because he believes in the renovation of Gotham and sort of believes that he can turn the city around. And he's pumping money into trying to fix the city. Right. He's like, I and love then,
1: this city. There isn't a place I won't go in this city because if I don't go there, I'm saying it's it's a terrible
2: place and it's not a terrible place. And then he's murdered. And, so, and then he's murdered. Yeah, and so then you know Bruce doesn't get therapy and decides like, well, <laughs> I want to make the city a good place for my dad, and the way to do that is to wear a bat suit and punch people. That's kind of the narrative that we're used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
1: the classic. It's kind of it's almost like the classic one. It isn't. It doesn't have to be that. But if you're going to take a hard left, then everything else has to has to kind of go with it. But it yeah. won't. But it won't like this. I mean, and that's what really struck me about everyone who interacts with with Arthur is that, ev- like, everyone is shitty. At, w- at best, he gets ignored. But I mean, like, th- we meet him and he, he gets jumped by a bunch of ki- kids and
2: they kick the shit out of Which him. Which is also great because I love... <laughs> like in a movie like this where the writing is not always so great where your way to handle that is to just have his boss be like wait let me get this straight uh-huh. so a bunch of kids beat the shit out of you and took your side that sounds stupid and unbelievable and it's like well yeah it does cuz why did it happen
1: yeah why did it happen and also he, he's like what got you know the the logic in that whole scene was flawed cuz he said i got jumped some kids took my sign and beat me up and he's like why would kids do that just give the guy his sign back okay well why would I take the fucking sign right why would anyone take the sign it's just as arbitrary as some kids taking it none of it makes sense man
2: yeah if he was like I don't care what happened you have to pay for the sign that would at least be more that would at least
1: make sense yeah but then he's like you're right you know what you got you're right boss i'm keeping the sign so you can take money out of my paycheck for a fucking wooden sign that says going
2: out of business it also snapped in like four <laughs> pieces like you know immediately like i don't know what that sign was made of but oh yeah that was some but that was some, probably some quarter
1: inch ply if i had to guess <laughs> not pressure treated yeah um th- that was the th- and all these interactions like his boss taking a shit on him And then his social worker, the person who's assigned to make sure he's okay, is just like staring at him like he's a giant weirdo and being like, why are you on so much medicine? And what are you going to do with yourself?
2: Anyway, fundings are cut. I don't care about this job that I got into uh that's not paying me well, that's working with an underserved population. So I'm just cutting you loose because that's how social workers work. Usually we just don't give a fuck about this. We're in it for the money. And when that dries yeah. up, we all quit. <laughs> social work. <clears throat> I'm getting laid off, and
1: I know how unstable you are. So I'm just going to let you know that no one gives a shit about you or me. Yeah. All right then. Oh, I did did well, I'm good gonna work. Miss my bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, as as he works up, like, um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Alfred because he was a stranger and he did have his his thumbs inside a young boy's mouth. <laughs> so I would act like a dick, but everyone else. And then finally to Thomas Wayne. No, no, when he shows up at like, the no, gate
2: and no, is yeah taunting Bruce, then for yeah. sure like that's fair. That's fair.
1: The, the everyone else just seems like unnecessarily mean.
2: Yes. Just, Including Why Thomas Wayne, being, who just punches him in the face in a bathroom. Punches
1: him in the face. So obviously, this man is not going to be violent towards you. He just said, I don't want any money from you. I was just yeah. hoping for some warmth or something. Yeah. And OK, so you're not his dad. And this whole thing is probably a, a pain in your ass or whatever. So he you just cold cock him and leave him on the bathroom floor.
2: Yeah. Again, it's kind of <laughs> this version of Thomas Wayne's fault for a mul- like many reasons that he ended up dead. Yeah, it's it, it, you know we've
1: we've always seen this picture painted of Gotham as being a really bad place, and this is Gotham in the early '80s. So it's it's kind of um, it's also supposed to be like New York City in the early '80s. And I understand that a lot of things are really shitty, but not every single person you interact with is going to be the worst.
2: Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The kids, the kids beating him for the sign was definitely the stupidest. Yes, which just felt like it could have been an accomplished. Some other, some something else could have threatened him. You right. know, no, no, no,
1: absolutely, because they, he's he's at work. He's dressed up like a clown. They steal a sign. He get him into an alley and beat the shit out of him. And I heard one of them say, they kept saying, beat him up, beat him up, and then take his stuff. Like, what the fuck stuff do you think you're going to get from this man dressed as a clown, twirling a sign? Yeah, what was, what was their big score going to be?
2: They're yeah. Gonna, Split split those quarters five ways. <laughs> also, by the way, I'm not the first person to point this out, certainly, but kind of hilarious, too, that the, like, stockbroker douchebag guys that he ends up murdering all uh. know th- all the lyrics to Send in the Clouds. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're big Sondheim fans. Huge yeah, yeah, yeah. Sondheim fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it almost felt a little choreographed. That one guy's, like, twirling around the pole and stuff. Like, they were super into that musical number.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a there well, you know what? I made the Sodheim joke. They could be huge Sinatra fans. I can uh, see that. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't um I did not notice that. That's funny.
2: That's funny. <laughs> um but uh yeah so like I don't know. Uh, oh, one more thing because I don't want to lose this thought too and I don't under because again, okay so <laughs> I know there's already, this movie did well, so I've seen articles, I've tried not to click on them about potentials for any kind of sequel or anything else no. following this movie, which is a bad idea and they shouldn't do. But just want to point this out, and I know that I, I think Todd Phillips has actually weighed in on this in a dumb way that I'll get to in a second, but Joaquin Phoenix, this month actually, on October 28th, uh, will turn uh, 45, Okay, He's 45 years old. So uh-huh. Arthur, presumably, yep. is somewhere around 45 years old when yeah. Bruce Wayne is 10. Yeah,
1: I well, he said he told his mom, um, you stopped working for the Waynes, what, like 30 years ago. So I clocked his age right around 30, which he looks older. But one okay. people looked people looked older back then. And two, he's had not the greatest life and been able to take care of himself very well. So okay. I, I gave I gave it a pass.
2: Okay, but still,
1: but- you're you're twenty to twenty five years older than Batman.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, like when he starts, you're gonna be pretty old. You're gonna be
1: fifty. You're pushing fifty, if
2: not over yeah. fifty. And also, you're pushing fifty. Everyone knows exactly who you are. You you know, have already yeah. been caught and stopped
1: i mean that's true but also he's he's living he doesn't have a secret identity he's living at the joker always lives at the as the joker that's true four seven
2: it's yeah i guess it doesn't matter <clears throat> if he knows how you know like if we know who he is or not like it doesn't yeah i mean they arrest him in the dark night but you know what it, what does that matter <laughs> like yeah it, it does not matter so but yeah i don't know the oh uh, he also just like he didn't feel super jokery to me, like really ever.
1: Um, like the final sequence w- worked for me. The uh,
2: I don't know, like when he was on the from, show like,
1: from the moment I, from the moment the curtains part and he walks out onto the show, from there until the very end, it kind of worked for me. Kind of. It was okay. Not, not perfect, but I saw it. I kind yeah. of saw. Him, it was a slow burn,
2: but I saw a transformation there. It was just also, I mean, they make him so just a pushover and so not intimidating for so long that, like, it kind of, I think that was part of it. It's just, it didn't feel like they sold me on, like, now he's scary. Because he just seems like a sad man that we should all just be nice to.
1: Um,. I, I suppose. Yeah.
2: It's... For me, it was...
1: um Actually, I'll go back a little further because um I really liked the scene in the apartment where he, he brutally murdered that man with scissors. That was pretty good.
2: That was good. Yeah. And from that moment forward, the look... Actually, that... You know what? Because I had said the end when he does the whole, like, you wouldn't get it. That felt... But yeah. I will say that happening and then with the the man who was the little person like yes. just that entire the way all of that played out that that exchange
1: after, after it had just happened and the way he was talking to him felt very kind jokery of very jokery the way he wanted to stay physically intimidating but also he knew he had all of the control and he wasn't going to hurt this person
2: yes <clears throat> but the person and then, definitely doesn't know that look i
1: don't want i don't want anyone associated with gary glitter to be paid money anymore ever again because he's a despicable human That's that was a great use of uh of the hay song What is that song actually called? is it called rock and roll like rock and roll number two or something
2: i don't know i felt it kind of odd a little bit like like it felt to me different from like the to me like there was a very clear you know like musical palette i guess yeah. of like Send in the clowns, you know, that's life. Like, we were doing a lot of like Sinatra, a lot of like a certain sound that I actually found it a little odd. I don't know. And also the fact that it was,
1: and I thought about it for a while. Yeah. I just, it didn't seem like it belonged there. That's what I mean. That was, yeah. That was the turn though. From like, I I don't know. I'm I'm trying. Most of the movie kind of worked for me a little bit, from but that scene forward, it things started to kind. of – I keep saying kind of fall into place. Yeah, I can't. I can't fully commit to it. Actually worked for me because I I, I just saw it a couple of days ago, and also I'm like I don't I don't fucking know. I probably need to see it again, but I really don't want to.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, well I'll just say too that like I guess for me I found it like jarring and it it didn't fit regardless, and then also combined with the fact that the you know the artist in question is a terrible person. Like maybe could have, yeah. I feel like there was a better song that could have gone there.
1: I agree. There was a better song. I, that one, that one sort of worked because it was kind of like, Um. um and again, I'm not giving all of this credit to, um, to, to this movie. I'm just saying it was reminiscent to me of having money be the, the, in the middle of dark side of the moon. It was just like this doesn't belong here, but it probably I probably wouldn't like this as much as if it weren't here. There's yeah. something about it; it needs to be here, but it shouldn't be here.
2: Yeah, and I mean I I realize I'm doing the thing where I'm saying there was probably a better song, and I don't have one to suggest. <laughs> so
1: that's good punch up.
2: Yeah, 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 but I would maybe have I would have tested a few others. Yeah, they. W- I'm sure there
1: was something else there. Yeah. There was most, most definitely something else there. I don't know.
2: I definitely um, did. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter do the... Um, shit, I can't think of the name of that song. But the... You know, God, I, I'm not... Why did I walk myself into this? I've seen other versions of the song, and I'm not going to try to... Because I can't remember the name of it, so never mind.
1: Hooray. Right. That was good. just... That's fine. We'll just edit that out. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Well, gonna, I'll start again. Hold on. I'll start again. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, three, two. Uh, right, I started laughing. Hold on. Three, two. Um, so what else um, What else worked for you? Was anything stand out to you as, wait, there, there is something. There's a gem. There's something that's really, really good.
2: His laugh was fascinating to me. Okay. Like just the idea of it, the, the fact of making it involuntary – the way it was used, but then I that did get a little muddied because then I never. It would have worked if I then understood when he actually laughed, or if that was maybe the thing is that by the end he was intentionally laughing and that was a little clearer. But mm-hmm. but I liked mm-hmm. the idea of the involuntary laughing, like I thought that was you know that
1: was that was I've never um I've never read a version that made made his laugh sort of
2: involuntary. Yeah, it was like Ed <clears throat> from The Lion King.
1: Yes. Really?
2: Wasn't that the one that couldn't stop laughing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed yeah, Ed did the laughing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. See? Or um or the the weasels from <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh
2: right, this one of them laughs himself to death. Like yes. literally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. probably a better pool.
1: They were there were there were a few of them. Eddie does that whole routine that makes them all laugh themselves to death. Yeah and that one weasel his ghost tries to get back into his butt. anyway that's a weird movie
2: <laughs> it's a great movie <laughs> it's a great movie can we just talk about that movie let's start let's start it off from the beginning and let's just dedicate this hour to who framed Roger oh sure rabbit.
1: there's that baby that smokes
2: there's a baby that smokes there's... he w- he looks up ladies' skirts yeah uh, jessica rabbit's super sexual
1: yeah Jess- yeah jessica rabbit is is basically drawn with sex
2: yeah you know on that laser disc they there was some nudity no shit yeah where? I don't know. I just remember that was a thing. <laughs> or at least that was a rumor. That might be one of those like Disney rumors, you know.
1: That's true. Most of those turn out to be true though. Let's not forget. That's true. That, that priest definitely there's had a no, motor. There's yeah, he did. There's no <laughs> penis on the cover of the Little Mermaid Clamp. There is a penis. There's a penis on the cover. It's for sure. Look a at penis.
2: That. I don't know how that got
1: it. It <laughs> has like, yeah, it basically has a vein going through it. Don't yeah. tell me
2: that is a piece of coral. <laughs> More like a piece of coral, am I right? Yeah, when you say coral, it just it makes me think of The Walking Dead. Coral. It's just... <laughs> All right, but now, what about you? Is there anything else that that stood out to you? Um, you know, I, I
1: if I look at it as not a movie based <laughs> in on any sort of comic book. Yeah. Just sort of a character study of a man sort of losing it. It becomes two things. One, really mel- well made. And two, taxi driver. It
2: becomes taxi driver. Well, that's the thing. Some is, it's some king of comedy thrown in there. That was the thing is it's like it is well shot. Like it was very beautiful to look at. Like, it was well, beautiful to look at. And he, he captured the world perfectly. But just like. Yeah, like the world. I had a very clear sense of the world of like where we were, you know, in the time period and everything. But yeah, just like everything that happened, just felt like it felt like Mad Libs, or just like just that someone was cutting and pasting five other scripts of things I've seen a million times.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true, and you know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie when he, when he stood up on the car and then stuck his fingers in his mouth i'm like what is we- what weird shit's gonna happen now oh hold on here it comes and he makes the smile out of yeah. blood i thought that's that's actually pretty fucking metal that was pretty and good. i like that that was that was cool that was
2: good i thought it was weird when they did the like i i don't feel like you can do an homage to another joker movie because what does that even mean it feels like you're just doing the same thing that they did but uh were they very clearly had a shot that mirrored the the shot of Heath Ledger leaning out of a police car? Yeah. Oh boy, that was odd. But yeah, that was
1: spooky to look at. <clears>
2: yeah, <laughs> I was like, I've seen this with, with the guy who was playing the guy. Uh, like, just doing I the saw. Thing. Um,
1: I don't know if you saw this, but I saw a meme that had um Heath Ledger's Joker next to this Joker, and it said um when you're when you're um, playing a uh, a versus game and someone picks the same character as you, it's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. It was kind of funny. Um, yeah, that was that was spooky that that he did that.
2: Yeah, I also just like I don't know. I guess I'll I'll say to you I'm gonna take a line that I you know that I said to Molly, but it does I think encapsulate uh, my feeling, which is like I I feel like ultimately you know. I'll say this. Like, I'm glad they made this movie. I thought it's one of the most interesting movies that uh, DC has made for sure recently, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I just think fundamentally I was never into the concept because uh, I don't want to see the sausage of how the Joker was made.
1: Right. Sure, 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 sure. You
2: know, like I just <clears> – <throat> I, I maybe we've said this on the podcast already, but I've certainly – it's just been my feeling of like – I thought that was what the dark Knight nailed is I like the idea right. that this guy like pinning it down makes it less interesting you know
1: i no i totally agree and but if it's going if this if this joker um is just gonna exist in this movie. And I think that's what everyone is saying. Like that don't you this guy isn't popping up again. There's gonna be no sequel. This was a, a, a singular moment in time. We've got this movie. Then I'm i I'm fine with that. I yeah. mean if, if you wanna tell you if you wanna tell this story, I'm I'm happy to watch it because like you said, above anything else, it's interesting. I've thought about it I've thought about it a lot since. It's very yeah. it's very thought provoking. I did see um, the, It makes th- you think about like like personal when does personal responsibility take the place of um uh take the place of circumstances in your life you know like how often can like when when do you stop being able to say well all this shitty stuff happened to me and have to start saying i'm a person who's able to make their own decisions and i know
2: right from wrong right yeah it's when you murder people on the subway I think that's the... problem. I'm calling that self-defense.
1: Except for maybe that last guy who was running away. Definitely not the last guy. <laughs> sure.
2: But the first two, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, It's funny because I did see someone throwing out on social media, like, oh, this is great. Maybe like what they'll do... And this seems like such a thing that the studio would learn this lesson. Uh, was they're like, what they should do <laughs> is just every year have someone else do just like a standalone Joker movie where they reinterpret the character. And I was like, for sure. Don't do that. That's yeah. Not please a, don't do that. But, that's a horrible idea. But I do like, if you wanted to do more standalone films, I think that's totally fine. If that's the way you want to differentiate yourself from Marvel to be like, we can't, you know what guys, maybe the cinematic universe thing is not ours. So what if we yeah. just do standalones? Yeah,
1: do that. That's what that's what comic book movies were for a really long time. Yeah, and it worked. Let's face it. Yeah, it worked. It worked. A lot of it worked. And you have standalones, and you have sequels to those standalones, and you have your own little world. And because I don't think, probably not in our lifetimes at least, there's going to be another Infinity Saga. Who's Who the fuck is going to be able to pull that off again? Yeah,
2: no. <coughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you got like the thing is what's happening now is there's pieces that I really like because I the Birds of Prey trailer looks great like I'm very excited for that Um, but you're also the problem is theoretically that that franchise is tied to Jared Leto
0: it sure is
1: yep Um, and what what are you going to do you could you could replace him
2: Uh, in fact just do that
1: if you, yeah, want, honestly, if you want that, that universe to keep going, you're going to have to replace him because no one wants also, to see that shit.
2: I mean, this is really where we're getting. It's like, OK, so you got to replace Jared Leto because that didn't work. Um, you, ben Affleck's done. So they're they're already making a new Batman that's going to be Robert Pattinson. Yeah. He's that's a right. different age and that's a completely different take. So it's already like coming apart anyway. That's I don't really know. And
1: not, not even close, like different age different size yeah Like a complete reinterpretation of the character not just like you didn't get another like you know like um silver fox beefcake you know what i mean you got well well,
2: i didn't know you 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 um, had some feelings for for mr affleck i got i might have feelings for the way he looks because he was a good looking bruce wade he actually was i mean he was not in his hair and he was bulky he is blameless in Batman versus Superman. I will go on record to say that Absolutely. Affleck didn't He was the bomb in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> he done bombing Batman, yo. Yeah, it, everything that was bad about that movie wasn't his fault. And it wasn't Henry Cavill's fault either. It was all yeah. the other stuff. A lot yes. of Eisenberg. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Eisenberg's
1: fault. Yeah. Um um we're going to we we're, oh, we're taking blame away from Gal as well.
2: Oh, of course. Of course. Obvi- obviously. Yeah obviously gal deserves no blame
1: i think uh, really really most of the blame falls on the shoulders of doomsday and you know what jeremy irons you're not getting out of
2: this actually yeah jeremy irons was not good stop being sexy alfred (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised they didn't just make that lateral move of like it's irons now he's (laughs) he's just put he wanted to put on the suit anyway every time ben left the set he kept putting it on to begin with yeah and saying somebody had fun Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> this is my very believable American accent
2: yeah the fact that no one calls that out though, all those detectives should really hang their heads in <laughs> the, shame the, those detectives were not good yeah honestly none of the neither of the groupers had a very good American accent when you really get down to it
1: oh god you're <laughs> one of them
2: <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I don't know. Yep. That was yeah. The, man, I I'll just say. Have you seen the trailer for Twenty One Bridges? I have not. I don't yeah. know what that is. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um, it's a sequel to the Bridges of Madison County. Ooh! But now there's 21 of them. Oh God! And yes, they are so much older now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So much older. Uh, it's sort of a it bridges the gap between that and the Mule. So. Ooh, what are they gonna do with the mule on the bridge? I think you know. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's the what the Russos are making next. Uh, oh, okay, and it's it seems like it's just an action movie that used to be what got made all the time, and then we stopped making them because superhero movies, right? <laughs> and Fast and Furious, like we forgot to just make standalone action movies, but right. It's Chadwick Boseman is a cop, and he's chasing some criminals or something through uh, Manhattan, and okay. they, they need to make sure they don't escape. So there's 21 bridges leading off of Manhattan, so they're going to shut all them down and lock the city down so he can find these people. That's cool. Yeah, and J.K. Simmons plays his boss in it, and I swear this isn't a spoiler because I don't know anything, but I just assume he's going to be a dirty cop that like turns on him at some point, because why else do you cast <laughs> J.K. Simmons like as his boss? Right, right. Because also, cool. I don't remember who the villains were. Like, They showed them, and I was like, it's the law and order rule. These villains aren't famous, but I know J.K. Simmons. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll show up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so. he did something. That'll be a
1: bitch when they close all those bridges, and they're like, god damn it. Got out through the tunnel. Yeah. Son of a bitch. No one closed the Lincoln Tunnel. (laughs) That's
2: the sequel. (laughs) Two tunnels. (laughs) I think they shut down everything, but yeah, I guess it didn't sound as catchy. You
1: know. Okay,
2: that's true. 21 bridges plus some tunnels.
1: 23 ways to... (sighs) Uh, I'm just doing the bridges. Also, helicopters? Fuck. Fuck.
2: God damn it. Is this just a damn bit? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah, like it looked good and it's I missed those action movies that are like that of like you know we haven't made a movie about a cop in New York doing some stuff all off you know, off on his own.
1: Yeah. Yeah we, it's it's been a minute.
2: He's got his it's own. Rules. At one point J.K. Simmons says to him, like if you go down this path you're on your own, you know, like that kind of shit. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. and I love that it does. It doesn't sound like a remake to me. I could no. be wrong, but I, I've never heard that. Before. I don't think it right, is. It's not a remake. I, I don't think okay, it is. Cool. Yeah, to my knowledge, it's not a remake. And yeah, it's like you know, it kind of feels like maybe New York is a character. I can't even say that with a straight face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it looked interesting. Also. <laughs> Made me happy because I went. You know what? I bet Shadwick Boseman's great to work with because I bet the Russos wouldn't have made another movie with him if like he was a real dick on Civil War or anything. So like that speaks well. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. True. It's it's discouraging to me that um, uh, that that J.K. Sism- Simmons isn't busy filming new Spider-Man movies.
2: I don't know when we're getting those.
1: I knew they'd be back. Yeah. I knew
2: they'd be back. Yep. you don't you don't just give up free money. But yeah, let's see when I love that they I mean, it was nice. I want to believe them that when they the when they both came back to the table that they said it was Tom Holland who was instrumental in like really saying like I have heard from the fans. That seems like a nice spin to put on it, that it wasn't just like they realized that Disney called their bluff and they have no plan. Right. (laughs) All right, well, okay, so we don't have Disney anymore. Let's talk about what we're going to do. Crossover with Vic. Call him. Call him right now. Call Iger. Yeah, right, right. Crossover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, I get. Uh, we, you guys, we still have uh, Wolverine. You forget we have Wolverine. <laughs> we definitely don't have
2: Wolverine. We lost Wolverine? You ne- Yeah, like. Shit. You guys have Spider Man and Venom and I mean I guess Ned could become the hobgoblin. He could. Who do
1: um who do we have playing Carnage? Harrelson, get Disney on the phone.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> Still haven't seen that
2: Venom movie. I haven't either. I feel yeah. like I should at some point.
1: Yeah, probably. It's been a
2: year. Is it free somewhere? Can I watch it without paying it? I haven't, seen it, I haven't it? seen it
1: free. No, Sony won't have that. Yeah. Um, Where does Sony no, movies I, I go? Never, if I had heard, if I heard one person whose opinion that I really trust say, hey, it's fun enough. Go see it.
2: I had a lot but, of people whose opinions I don't trust telling me to see it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. Uh, I, had, I had a couple of those. I just had a lot of people being like, "Uh." But a lot of it was just like I mean, see it. <laughs> it was like that kind of like I mean, oh, like wow. no, but just just watch it. <laughs> it's almost like they're like they want to punish others for their own mistakes. Kind of, yeah. I do like. I am sad that I haven't got to hear like what fun voice he picked for that movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! The the man of a thousand voices. He picked something fun.
2: <laughs> You've only adopted the symbiote.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
2: <gosh. laughs> that was the best. You know, what was it? I mean, old South American bane. Yeah,
1: it was, cl- <laughs> it was close, closer to Lincoln, closer to Abraham Lincoln, I think. Oh, hey. I just don't know how I couldn't resolve. First of, I didn't for all the reasons already. I di- I wasn't interested in that movie, but then the fact that you're there's no Spider-Man. Like, yeah. why do you?
2: Why is he e-
1: existing?
2: In a world without Spider-Man. Well, it's also... Doesn't so much of Venom rely on that suit having attached to Spider-Man and absorbing his powers?
1: I think I think so. I think that might have quite a bit to do with it. Yeah. Because it isn't like... The symbiote doesn't know how to act already. Like, yeah. these will be cool powers. And how about this suit?
2: Yeah, it's like it <laughs> it bonded with Spider-Man and then left him. And so now uh-huh. it attaches to Eddie Brock but has Spider-Man powers. I really – that's my understanding of the character.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's – yeah, that's the way I have always seen it.
2: Yeah. So, like – it, otherwise, it's just some black goo that, like, attaches to Tom Hardy and then – I don't know. Who knows what it would do? Yeah. Make him a bigger
1: asshole? I have no idea.
2: Yep. I don't know. By the way, just we're rapidly running out of time, but uh, also saw the movie Hustlers. I really liked that one.
1: I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. It was good. Now, I was listening to, and I'm, I'm plugging NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour because it's something I listen to every week. It's very short, and it's a lot of smart, charming people talking about stuff that's in popular culture. Yeah. I've. It's been a while since I've heard them talk so positively about a movie, oh. and also specifically about an actor, because they loved Jennifer Lopez in this movie. Were they exaggerating when they talked about how good she was? No, she's great
2: in this movie, and I'm not a huge no Jennifer Lopez fan in general, uh-huh. but... I would not be unhappy. I realize that's the double negative. But, like, I would be totally fine if she got nominated for this. Like, I think she was fantastic. She completely understood the character. Uh, She played it really well. Like, every scene felt really true. She also, like, clearly learned some, you know, how to be a stripper moves. Like, she's doing pull stuff that for sure is her that like yeah and she and she's also for sure 50 yeah and so no i oh, thought yeah, she was yeah. really good i will say my only knock on the movie is that uh after being advertised in the trailer lizzo is not in it nearly enough but uh, okay still in a handful of scenes but no jennifer lopez legit great um also friend of the show uh jack the stripper was involved in that movie uh it was nice to see oh, i didn't she's know in- that Yeah, she was uh, she was like a consultant for the movie and like she kind of helped like with the, you know, now that we're in 2019 and we're being better about this stuff. I think she was kind of on set to, you know, like dealt with comfort and like, you know, all that kind of stuff and like being a consultant for like the strip club stuff. But she's in it and she has like a line uh, and she's legit good. Like it, it was really fun to see her. Uh, show up in it, and she's good, and and the, it, she picked a good movies because like, I know that that was a big thing with her, like and and you can go back and listen to those shows where we talked to her, um, but obviously there's been a lot of movies with strippers in them that have not been super positive towards the strippers, but this was very oh, much sure. like. You know, looking at things from their perspective and telling their stories, which I know has always been her her jam. Sure, so, and so you- and also
1: like it's it's not because I read the um, the story that this movie is based off of, and it isn't like the, the story isn't about benevolent. Dancers, no, for <laughs> who sure. are like actually awesome and put upon. They're Like, it's just they—they're doing bad, bad things to bad people, which doesn't make them good people. Right.
2: Well, it's interesting. <laughs> but it's
1: it's, can... it's 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 an interesting story.
2: No, Molly and I actually had a really fun uh, conversation because she's been like going to school and like you know really doing a lot of like moral philosophy kind of stuff. And there's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of fun to be had of trying to decide. You know, just, like, really looking at the movie from, like, I don't know, what, you know, what is moral, what isn't moral in the world that they live in, you know, how... Moral relativism. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot... Yeah, here. There are various uh, moral relativist arguments to both justify and condemn their actions. So, you know, if you're a professor, screen hustlers for your class. It's uh, it's a lot to take away (laughs) from it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so definitely definitely sounds like like it's more thought-provoking than say this this hyped joker movie
2: for sure no it is for sure and also i give it credit to like i think the other thing that we talked about was like there's the the first 20 minutes are like you know in a strip club and uh it's also probably noteworthy that it was written and directed by a woman you know and Uh so uh you know it's there's a lot to be discussed and i'm not the right person to get into it about like the female gaze versus the male gaze and it's it's not as leering as you know probably a male director would have made it but there's also this like almost the first 20 minutes are sort of like oh they're in a strip club and oh yeah like j-lo looks amazing and look at you know she's gonna like do this really elaborate dance and then pretty much like once usher shows up which is not i don't i hope that's not a spoiler to anyone but like it's kind of marked as like he shows up and then that's after that point you will feel bad about everything uh, sexual or anything that happens in that movie forever like <laughs> okay. like you will feel bad like and just we are no longer leering at anyone this is uh, also like just interesting like there isn't really sex in the movie like i don't know it's just it's very fascinating to like the world that it covered in a way that i haven't seen mm-hmm. and in a way that like you know goes like no you're not just gonna sit here and like leer at this movie <laughs> like like if you're going in going like
1: oh i see i see yeah if you thought this was another strip tease, you're just gonna come
2: in and see titties well, we got news for you, buddy. Yeah, it's honestly probably good for like any, you know, young men who come in thinking that's what they're getting to. I hope they stay to the end. Like I think some good will happen. <laughs> sure. Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you you walked out learning something they're you know, like, you know. <laughs> but no, it was a great movie. I, I really can't speak highly of it enough. It was really enjoyable and felt different. You know, then, you know, after sitting here, we spent so much time talking about the Joker, but like, it was nice to see a movie that didn't feel like anything I had seen recently. And, and honestly, really what I think we should do is track down Martin Scorsese and ask him if he thinks that Hustlers is cinema.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) I do oh, that, by mm. the way, because I think that was all between last show and this show. Why, why would you ask Martin Scorsese or care what his opinion is? He doesn't like. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have a, a ton of respect for for that guy and the way he's evolved
2: through the industry. But like, what, like we're not. You're not all going to him for approval, right? Yeah, also what does it mean to be cinema? That is a nothing term. Like that's
1: an- Yeah, it is. It is. That is a that's an empty bottle that you just threw into the ocean. So yeah. don't expect a note on the other side. And if you ask me, like he like Scorsese just, people have done with Scorsese what he did with Kurosawa and it's just like, "Oh, look. Look at all the neat things that you're able to do with a camera, a set, um, and some dressing, you know that you, you you didn't think about before. It's just sort of opening your mind up a little bit. It doesn't mean copy the man for Christ's sakes no. because he didn't. He did. He he took a. You watch those uh, first of all. Go watch m- all, pr- probably all of Akira Kurosawa's movies, and you realize why people make movies the way that they do, and also they're really good movies.
2: Yeah, like I was um, good for
1: Rasha, I th- Except for Rashomon, because I don't. I don't know. I don't really remember that one that well. <laughs> Boom. That's pretty good. Okay. Um but uh, uh he didn't you can you can see the evolution of American cinema when he starts making all these movies but it they didn't just steal from it it wasn't just like well some of them straight up did. Well they were like what if, oh, made was, what if this versions. but cowboys. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um but it wasn't what just like what if this I'm, but I'm lightsabers. I'm going to write. I'm going to do everything that he does, but I'm going to do it for an audience that has never seen it before and say that I did it. It was just it was just kind of an expanse. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that no one no one went and knelt before the throne and said, is it film? Is it cinema? Like, it's not... That's doesn't... What the fuck does that even
2: mean? Also, Martin Scorsese didn't win an Academy Award until The Departed. So no one even took what he was uh-huh. doing seriously until recently. <laughs> like, he was a ridiculously, infamously overlooked director. Yeah. So, I don't know. All the gatekeeping and all the fucking what is cinema. It's so stupid. Also... Trying to make cinema is how we get Green Book. Like, just yeah. judge everything yeah. individually, and anything can be art, and anything can be shit. And the the idea that there yeah. are Academy Award movies is why we yeah. get the same fucking biopics every year. You know, like,
1: every year it's so fucking boring. And also remember that what you do isn't that goddamned important. No, either. No, you're you're putting remember, on makeup and playing pretend. <clears throat> I give that guy, that one guy, all the credit for this. Um, what's the What's the name of that sexy guy that everyone likes? Me. Uh, <sighs> and remember, kids. <laughs> no, um, the um, it was when it was when they were on stage uh, for Lala, Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, they're that on guy. stage and that and is a sexy guy. That the, that's out. when. Um,
2: <clears throat> when uh, oh, when uh, they were they uh, the wrong name?
1: The wrong name and he you he you can you can see the guy he has his hand over his mouth yeah very subtly because he's trying not to let everyone see him laughing yep and when asked about it he said well people were reacting to that as if they were watching their childhood home burn to the ground yeah you guys, it's just a movie. Yeah, he just read it's the wrong just name. A movie. Yeah, it doesn't read matter. read the wrong name. We're all still going to go home and be fine and be rich. And we're going to yeah. make more movies and have a good life. What is your problem? Yep. Nope. he <laughs> got it. I think, it's just a movie. I think that's why he and Harrison Ford are good friends. Yeah, yeah. That'll do. It's definitely not because
2: Harrison Ford likes him. He's probably just like, oh, this, this kid fucking gets it. Also, he punched him in the face, and he seemed cool with it, so that probably helped. Yeah. <laughs> you can take a hit, uh, as long as it's not my weed. Anyways, I'm stoned. I'm
1: going to go flying. Airplanes. There. Airplanes. It's <laughs> my classic Harrison Ford impression. Yes, we were just, yes, texting back and forth airplanes with pictures of Harrison Ford for a while.
2: It <laughs> was a good bit. We should bring that back. <laughs> so remember... <laughs> Question everything. Uh, Helicopters, too, kid.
0: have known the ones I've never met and somehow they just
2: Production of HobotrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question: Are you gonna eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We have have to ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehaftotask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com.